Welcome to the Popular Pig Podcast, a convenient place where you can stay up to date on what's popular in the swine industry. By listening to Popular Pig, you will receive invaluable information on the latest trends, news, and research from various experts who guide the global pork industry. Popular Pig is brought to you by SwineTech, the award-winning creators of SmartGuard and PigFlow. To learn how PigFlow can help you streamline your workforce and reduce piglet and sow deaths, visit swinetechnologies.com. Popular Pig is also made possible by Johnsonville Foods, Swine Robotics, SwineWeb.com, and Innovative Heating, the manufacturers of Hoghearth. Welcome to the Popular Pig Podcast. My name's Matthew Rota, your host for today's episode. Today, we're going to talk about creating an irresistible place to work with Jeff Monk. How are you doing today, Jeff? Doing good. How are you? Great. I'm excited to talk about this. The other day we had lunch and your approach to to people and culture was really refreshing and something that I thought a lot of people would appreciate hearing. And so I'm really excited to talk about this with you today. Oh, glad to share it with you and be part of it. So would you mind by starting out and letting us understand a bit more about your background and how you got involved with the swine industry? Sure. Uh, I grew up in Guymon, Oklahoma. And uh, right after I graduated was when Seaboard Farms started building uh, pig farms there. And so I was a young kid out of high school, needed a job, and went to work for them on one of their first sow farms and loved it. Uh, moved up through the system and learned a lot. And so that's fast forward. That's how I've stayed in the industry and glad to be part of it and plan on being part of it till I retire. Gotcha. And you were, you were actually one of the first employees when Seaboard started producing pigs over there, weren't you? Correct. I went to work on their second sow farm that they built. That's pretty I cool. I can't imagine how much things have changed, but it's probably pretty cool to have been there at the beginning. Absolutely. It was, it was fun to see the part of their growth and expansion and to be part of it. Uh, I don't work for Seaboard today, but I owe a lot to Seaboard to, as to where I'm at today. So where are you today, and, and what is your role? Today, I work for Wacom Feed Ranch. Uh, I'm the swine division business manager. Uh, so we have approximately 30,000 sows. They're all contract, and so we we provide the, the management of those sow farms. Gotcha. So what challenges do you as a, as a producer face when it comes to staffing sow farms? I know it's something that a lot of people have a hard time with, and I think that'd be a great place to start. Sure. It, it is a challenge. The number of people today with ag background is limited. Um, there's also, it's a, it's a physical job. It's seven days a week, 365 days a year. Um, you are indoors. It's, it's not out outdoor anymore. Um, another big hurdle that we've been finding with the younger generation is the shower in, shower out. Uh, they're not comfortable with that. Um, and then once you do get them in there, a, a lot of people have a tendency to leave because uh, the lack of training, I would say. So some of the things that we've done to, to combat that is, you know, we make sure and do a thorough walkthrough so that way they see what they're getting themselves into uh, as part of the interview process, um, we've also decorated our 
our offices to make it a little bit more homey since you are indoors. It's not just white walls. Um, and on the shower in and out, we've, we've created individual showers at all the farms that we can. So that way, um, they can, you know, respect their privacy. Uh, and, and on the training side, we have a pretty thorough onboarding program that requires a weekly review every week for the first four weeks and then at 45 days and at 90 days to try to help build a relationship with their supervisors and managers. So, I mean, you so you got the sourcing of labor and then you have the, I guess, the process to, to see if they're a good fit. When, when you have people that are a good fit and they make it through that process, what, what is, what is that 30, 60, 90 day process look like? So that we, the, the manager will sit down with them and the assistant manager. We also have, have, we try to have an onboarder on every farm. And so our onboarder, the goal is they're kind of, they're kind of your really social people that, that are checking in on them. Hey, how's it going today? How did, how did it go learning this task from this person and just trying to develop a relationship with that person. So that way they can confide information if they're having struggles and then we can address that. So we try, we try to have our onboarder not be in a leadership role um, because it's, it's building a relationship. So that that's our number one goal. Once we get people hired and in the doors, they get them started off on the, on the right foot. What are some, I guess the biggest challenges when you're getting them started off on the right foot? There, a, a lot of people are really scared and hesitant. Um, they haven't done anything like this before. They're, they're, sometimes they don't know anybody else that works there. And so, you know, you got to, uh, the, the first thing that we're asking them to do is come in and, and step into the shower stall and, and take a shower and change into these other clothing. And so, they are so far outside of their comfort zone that that instant uh, connection with the person is, is extremely important. Yeah. And I guess for people listening that haven't ever been into a South farm, you, every bit of clothing you arrive to the South farm with, it stays on the outside, the clean side or the dirty side. <laughs> and on the clean right. side, it's, it's new socks, it's new underwear, it's new overalls, shirts, the whole shebang. Yep. And that, that's a, something else that, we've a different approach that we've taken is we're transitioning all of our farms. Most of them are already there to scrubs rather than the overalls coveralls. Cause that, that gives it more of a, a care feeling rather than a, an old farmer mentality. So why, why is that important to focus on the care mentality versus the old farmer mentality? Because the, the people we want, we want people to know, understand, and we have the expectations that they're going to care for the animals and a scrub outfit relates back to nursing, relates back to people. And that's the, that's the same thing we want and expect uh, when taking care of our animals. So how do you hold people accountable? So you're training them, they get up to speed. How, how do you encourage others and drive accountability and or set goals for for employees well we set goals uh, all of our farms have goals and we have individual employees uh, or individual goals for employees um 
and that that depends on what tier they're at or or what part of their process or where they're at in their training. Uh, but one of the the biggest things that we have is we created a super bonus program approximately seven years ago. And if they achieve these certain targets as a farm, as a team, then they are awarded trips. What, so the super bonus thing is actually what's super unique and really cool, uh, tied onto all the other processes you have in place. But this one, I'd love to dive into. Would you share what the super bonus looks like, how it's broken up, and then what, what is it? What is, yeah, it's, uh, we'll start with that. Sure. So there's three tiers to it. Uh, it's per calendar year. The first one, or tier one, would be if they achieve 30 pigs per sow per year for an eight weeks, then that farm, that team, we'll divide them in two. And we one weekend, we take half of them to Wisconsin Dells for a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, uh, all paid. They get a two-bedroom suite. Um, and they can take their family. I think it sleeps seven people. Um, then on Saturday night, we have a, we have a five-star meal for them, uh, rewarding them for what they have done. If they do this 30 pigs per sow per year for 26 weeks, then we take employee and guest and get on a plane and go to Vegas for, for four days. Um, and then if they do it for 52 weeks, then we put employee and guest and get on a plane and go to Cancun for five days. Yeah, that's just, that'd be incredible. I, I can't imagine how many people working in a pig barn have ever had the opportunity to go to Mexico because of hitting goals and objectives. What, how often do, do they hit the eight week, the, the 26 and then the, the other one that uh, results in going to Mexico? Okay. So we've had every one of our farms achieve the goal of going to, going to Wisconsin Dells. Um, we've had several farms that hit it every year. We've had three farms qualify for Las Vegas, and then we've had one farm qualify for Cancun. What's that like from an employee culture standpoint? Like, I guess I'm assuming that when you started, this wasn't already, was it in place? Was it, was it something new that was brought in? And, and what, before we talk about the impact of the culture from it all, how did this all get started? It got started with myself and and my my supervisor Brad Herman, who is one of the owners of Walk On Feed Ranch, and we was just brainstorming how how do we how do we get maximum performance? How do we get people engaged? How do we reward them above and beyond when they go above and beyond? And so as we got to talking, we our motto started becoming let's do a trip let's create a memory let's let's not do hand out dollars let's let's make them go somewhere get out of town get away from work and just enjoy their family and enjoy life away from home for a few days uh so we we have implemented it and and after we did it was we had a manager's meeting and it was everybody was kind of looking at us like I don't believe this or we can't do this or we can't hit it. And the very first year we had two farms hit it, and it, it was just crazy. That that is awesome. So you you what is it? What did you say uh, around creating a memory? 
if somebody yeah. if somebody's like, I'd rather have the money, what do you guys do? It's not an option. It's it's you you take the trip or or you don't. That's pretty cool. So I guess what has that done to culture within within these sow farms? Being and I'm assuming they might be able to meet each other from various sow farms on these trips, or is it kind of just that sow farm at a time? No, we do two trips a year, and and so we'll take fifty percent of the employees that qualified on one weekend, and then the other weekend we take the other group. So we kind of all come together on that Saturday night, whoever's on that trip, so they can interact with other employees. Um, and and other managers and and with us and we have our HR team there we have our assistant general manager there uh, the the other thing that I like about this is this is not a the number one farm gets this and number two is left out it's a level playing field for everybody our goal is for every one of our farms and our employees to qualify for Cancun that's our ultimate goal it's not a competition against each other. So when we're looking at these farms, pre and I mean, is this the only big change you guys made when you were looking at at labor and, and retention? I, I guess that's another topic too, is just labor retention in the swine industry can be very challenging. How did this, along with whatever other processes you brought in to try to create success, how did that affect turnover? What are some of the other processes that, that went into hitting this 30 pigs per sow per year goal? Okay. The the other thing we did is developed a five-step employee development program. And so for every step that they, so there's a, a class that they take, and then they take a test, they study, take a test. And if they pass that test, they get a 30 cents an hour raise, and they are eligible to do this every four months. So the more that our employees learn and and take these classes and take these tests, the more valuable they become to us. And so we reward them back with with 30 cents an hour. So over the course of 20 months, a new employee could could get a $1.50 pay increase just by taking these tests. That's been a big one that we've done that's, that's really helped motivate people. So from the kind of wrapping back around every employee, they kind of have their goals and objectives for their 30, 60, 90, along with individual and group goals that go with that. They, they have the opportunity to really control their pay and their income by taking tests to further their knowledge and expertise in, in the farm. And then if they, if they hit goals collaboratively as a team, they can go to the Dells, they can go to Vegas, they can go to Cancun. I'd imagine that really had a an impact on retention. Absolutely. We we have cut our turnover down by well over 50% uh, since we've started implementing some of these things and uh, along with some culture things that, that we've uh, done as well. Um, you know, I think another thing that helps motivate and encourage people is, is we really encourage our employees to, if they want to come be part of the Pork Producers Association, we're going to help you with that. If you want to grill at an event, then, then come, come and help us. Let's, let's get out. You know, we, there's a lot of people that work in, in these farms that, that like to socialize with people and, um, we can accommodate that. We have, I mean, our employees are the ones that do the ag in the classroom. It's, it's not done by myself. Those, they, they want to do that. What is the ag in the classroom and, 
And it sounds like you guys are very connected with your community. Yeah. So ag in the classroom is a, is a really cool event. So we will take a pig and we will a baby pig and we take it um, to the school and we get to talk to um, kids kindergarten through fourth grade. They get to see a pig. Uh, you know, it's, it's really cool to see them smiling and laughing and, and, and actually getting to pet a pig and hold a pig. Uh, and it just gives us the opportunity to talk uh, to students, young students, again, like K through fourth, about not just pig farming, but about agriculture in general, about corn production and crops and how important those things are. So from your your background, you had mentioned that you recently went through the Pork Producers Leadership Academy. Um, what was that like and how did that help mold or change your perspective as, as you continue to grow in your role? Very, very eye-opening. Um, one thing that it, it really did is it, it created, it, it broadened my network of people that I know to bounce ideas off of, to discuss what's going on in the industry. Uh, you know, just a broader view of agriculture altogether. Uh, with the trip to California and seeing the the dairies and the cheese factories and the tomato paste uh, manufacturers. And it it was just, it it was very, like I said, eye-opening. But I think that the biggest thing that I took away from it is the political side, just how that works and how important uh, the political side is to what we do, because ultimately, we, we have rules and regulations that we have to follow, and we need to be aware of what those regulations are and also be working um, with, with local and state officials on, on what makes sense for us. Um, so that way we, we, have a, we have a say in what, what those rules and regulations are going to be. There's a lot going on behind the scenes that it's hard to really get a true perspective on, so I'm, I'm guessing that gave a pretty good perspective. Yes, it definitely provided a greater appreciation for for what all of us do uh, involved in the pork industry and in agriculture. Sounded like you got to travel quite a bit too. Yes, yes, got to go out to D.C. and go to Capitol Hill um, and did a barbecue um, challenge out there, and went out to California, um, and then we we also went to the state capitol here in Iowa. And then you you had said you, you got to meet with some of like the the, the legislators, secretary, or senators, and representatives too. Yes, yes, got to got to meet with all the uh, state representatives in D.C. Uh, met with the governor um, in Des Moines, uh, so it, it was just it was really cool to sit down with them and actually have a face to face conversation rather than reading something or hearing them on TV. So yeah. Truly blessed to have that experience, and and the Iowa Port Producers is just such a great association. So, what advice might you have for young individuals who are now in management roles in sow farms on how they can drive very strong teams that are that are driven and 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 well connected with one another? Culture, we're we're a big believer in culture of the farm culture of our company. That's our number one focus. Uh, employees need a, a work-life balance. 
Um, you know, our goal is for employees to work 40 to 45 hours a week. Um, I, our view is the people that work for us, uh, our employees are first. Our employees are lifeblood. If the people are good and we take care of them, they're going to take care of us and they're going to take care of our pigs. Yeah, culture, it's a, it's a big topic in itself. And that's, it's, it sometimes feels overwhelming to individuals as they're approaching it. What's, what's a simple way to take that first step to either look at what's going on and evaluate what is this culture? And then how do you take that first step? Uh, the first step is you, you have to understand people. We're, we're all different and, and you got to deal with them individually. Uh, all employees need to be treated consistently and fairly, but how you talk to or how you handle a situation with one employee is completely different than how another employee uh, would take that. So you, you got to figure them out as an individuals, not, not as a, it's not cookie cutter anymore. You got to relate to the people. And, and do you learn how to relate to each individual by spending time with them? Or do you also use any other tools that helps you better understand people when they join your team? We, we use the, the disc and the leadership capacity. So we, we have our employees take the questionnaire and then we have a, a third party, what I call a mentor or a coach. And he reviews everything uh, with us, with the employees, with the management team, uh, and and t- gives us guidance on how to how to talk and how to deal with these people. And then this third party mentor coach of ours, he, our employees have access to his phone number and his email, and they can reach out anytime that they want to talk to him, whether that's a, a problem that they're having at work or a problem that they're having at home. Because if our excuse me, if our employees are not successful or if they're not happy at home, then they're not going to be happy or successful at work. So when you look back, since you started working with, with pigs to where you are today, and you could tell yourself something, one piece of advice when you started that you think could have totally changed how you would have approached, approached your whole career, what would you have told yourself? To put the people first, not the pigs. That if if I if I take care of my people and my people have trust in me and I trust have trust in them, then they're every everything will work itself out. That's pretty used, cool. Yeah, I used to I used to be all about the pigs. It's all about the pigs, it's not about the people, and I think that was totally backwards. Well, Jeff, I really appreciate you hopping on to share your experience, what you guys are doing. And, and what's working and then giving everybody advice. I think, I think a lot of people gain a lot from this and we really appreciate you taking the time. No, I appreciate you having me on. It's been good visiting with you. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Popular Pig. We aspire to learn and grow together through the experience and wisdom shared by our esteemed guests. If you enjoyed this episode, Please share it with your friends and colleagues within the swine industry. For more information, please go to popularpig.com to receive updates when new episodes are available. Popular Pig is brought to you by SwineTech, the award-winning creators of SmartGuard and PigFlow. 
To learn how PigFlow can help you streamline your workforce and reduce piglet and sow deaths, visit swinetechnologies.com.